every master starts as a disaster. Before we get started, I want you guys to go register now for the free webinar training on this topic. Go to bit.ly slash creative financing webinar to register now. That's bit.ly slash creative financing webinar. I have now done over $100 million in real estate transactions over the last 10 years and counting, going from a real teen mom with one daughter at the time, wholesaling and door knocking residential pre-foreclosure properties, to now national real estate investor with five children and four businesses, buying and selling residential and commercial properties. And I want you to do the same. So let's do it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Realty Talks with Tai podcast show. I am just having a very, very good day and I hope you guys are doing so too. It seems like all of this corona craziness is finally coming to a head. The counties, the government, the kind of world seems to be slowly but surely rebounding and starting to open up one day at a time. Now, I know here in California, locally, even the Alameda County and Contra Costa County, they're so much like, eh, you know, we're going to give it a little bit more time. We're not 100% there. But there are other counties that are fully back in service and fully operational, with the exception of a few small businesses. One of the things before I jump into today's show is that I did want to mention that the African-American Chamber of Commerce here is having a phenomenal program offering small businesses grants that are interest free and non-recourse and that you do not have to pay back. That is gold. Like one of my past clients sent me that, told me to share it um, just within my, my own kind of circle and sphere, but I couldn't help myself. When I said that, I was like, I need to be able to share this. So if you guys are a small business, if you are located in California, specifically if you're in or operating primarily in Oakland, California and Alameda County, then you definitely want to contact the African-American Chamber of Commerce because of those grants. Now, the deadline to register is June 20th of 2020. Today is May 20th, 2020. So there is a month, but it is first come, first serve basis. If you're not privileged enough to live in or operate in Alameda County here in Oakland, Um, If you're in California, then check with your local chamber of commerce to see what other grant related programs for small businesses they have available. All right. So for today's show, I want to be able to bring you guys more gold, more information, more value as if that nugget just alone was not enough. Okay. now I know that like I have these moments that I always take pause and I'm always thinking, hey, where am I? And where am I trying to go? What is my next step? Where is my next move, right? Like, I don't know if that's just me, if that sounds crazy, but I always make it a habit and a, a to do some personal reflection because I feel like it's easy to lose your way. It's easy to get stuck. It's easy to lose sight on the bigger picture, Right. So you want to get super clear by giving yourself a lot of reminders of the goal and a lot of reality checks of where you're at. Okay, And you can only know that by testing, tracking 
managing and analyzing every move that you make, whether it be in business, in life, in your home, in finances, in real estate, um, you know, all of those things matter. Okay. So as I was doing that, I also reflected back like on when I had someone ask me, Hey, when did you actually start getting coaching? Okay. When did you actually start getting coaching or mentorship in real estate? And because I'm such a huge advocate of it, I did think back and I did start back as a student investor in February of 2014. So I really, really, really strongly believe that the right step for any savvy new investor who really intends to build the business of real estate investing or any business, literally for that matter, to start with a coach, cut your learning curve, save you time, energy and effort, leverage the resources and network. Otherwise, you want to just join maybe a network marketing company, which I did as well for the network because you need access, right? In some way, form or fashion, I would endorse leveraging and joining some network. Now, if you want more information on that or what I specifically did, since I'm not actively recruiting, um, definitely reach out to me and I'm happy to share that with you. You can check inside of the uh, uh, description for this episode for more information on that. It's also a huge tax saving uh, vehicle in order to join a network marketing company. If for nothing else than amazing products for the network, then there is the business benefit added of tax shelter. And I had a lot of tax issues early on because I just simply didn't understand it. And I don't want that to be you guys' excuse as well. Right. So once um, like I got started also like in passive income is another thing that people are very, very curious about. And I'm super excited always when I hear it, because I got started on that journey. Uh, my husband and I, when we watched a video that was about the true definition of wealth. Right now, our definition of wealth is very different than most investors. We, my husband and I, actually define wealth in many different ways, depending on the perspective, right? But just in general, we don't define it as the amount of money in the bank or how many houses we own or the size even of our businesses, right? We really define wealth as this. If you stop working today, like right now, today, how many days would you have living the same lifestyle you currently have before your funds ran out? Okay. And we asked ourselves that question. We even came up with a wealth evaluation exercise to understand and really see what that meant for us in real numbers. Right. So we took a card look at what is the balance of our retirement accounts? Right. What's the balance in our business accounts? What's the balance of our maybe personal bank accounts? Right. Because we had separate and joint. So what were those balances? What is the balance in, um, you know, the fund that no one knows about? Right. The secret stash, whether that means that it's under your bed or stuck into your wall. Right. Everybody has kind of their secret stash. How much is in that fund, that emergency fund? Right. And then we wanted to total all of those balances out to first get a real snapshot 
at what our wealth profile looked like, right? Just super simple. So for you guys, I think you should do the same. That's only four areas to evaluate your retirement account balance combined with you and or any your spouse, your business account, if you have one, your all of your personal banking accounts, whether they be individual and or joint with your spouse, and number four, any of the secret emergency stash funds. What are those balances individually? And then combine them, meaning adding them all together to total them up to see how much in total you're actually working with right? And then from there, we wanted to take a hard look at our monthly expenses. You know, all of the mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, gas, groceries, um, health insurance, uh, you know, kids' college funds, miscellaneous stuff. We basically took all of those monthly expenses, we added them up again to total amount, and then we times them by 12, meaning 12 months in a year, so that we can understand what our annual our yearly expenses were and it's easy to kind of like not realize how much you're spending until you do this or how much you have until you add it because some people take the approach of just kind of keep on stashing it away and storing that money right but you never kind of are frequent enough in going back to revisit that money to see how much you have probably to avoid the temptation to spend it or use it or do something with it, right? Ask me how I know. That was me as well. So you really want to get a snapshot of those balances in your accounts. You also want the snapshot of your monthly expenses and times it by 12 months to see how much your annual expenses are. Okay, and then from there, that's when you can really start to ask yourself and have the hard questions and and conversation with yourself and or spouse about passive income because you got to get passive only after you've developed and grown and saved, right? And did a good job with contributing to your active income, whether that be by wholesaling and or rehabbing properties or even working a W-2 job and sometimes a combination of all of those or even some, right? And in looking at passive income, you really want to look at what is the monthly net cash flow if you already have passive income coming in. What amount net after expenses, meaning after all of the debt has been serviced, are you actually collecting? If the answer is zero because you have none, then hey, that's one less thing you need to calculate. But if you do have monthly cash flow, then you need to know how much your net cash flow is. Okay, and then you also want to calculate your monthly cash flow by multiplying it by 12, again, 12 months, because you don't want to only know your monthly numbers. You also want to know your annual numbers. And in this case, for passive income, you want to know what your annual positive passive income is. If you have zero, it's okay. Don't feel some type of way about it. Just do what we did. You have to realize and doing this exercise made us to realize that we probably needed to pause from looking for deals and really starting 
on the active side and building our active side of the business, right? Because we did this very early on, um, fortunately for the mentorship that we had saying, hey, you guys don't get yourselves too far in front of yourself to where you forget to look back behind yourself and remember what you're working so hard for and what you're working so hard towards. So that's what I want you guys to do as well. And that's why I'm giving you kind of this exercise to consider doing, which I really strongly encourage you all to do. Okay, because of the fact that it is very, very important to do that so that, you know, again, where you're at where you've been, what you've done historically, and where you're looking to go. Because ultimately, the goal should be passive income, okay? And to really conclude or finish up or tie together your your total annual outflow, basically, like how much you're actually having going out every year, that's a simple calculation of taking those annual expenses that you calculated if you're following along with this exercise and subtracting it from your annual passive income, right? So you take those numbers, subtract them from each other to get your total annual outflow, okay? You guys following me? I hope so, right? If not, pause it, rewind, go back and listen again so that you really get this because it's super, super important. And this is really what I'm inspired to like share with you guys today because again, in my own self-reflection, I reflected on these things of what really contributed early and often to our success. And this was one of those building blocks that had to happen in order to get us past where we were at to ultimately where we are and want to be, right? And then we wanted to really understand, hey, what is a formula that we can use to measure this and also to share with others? And that's what I'm sharing with you guys now. Um, so in doing that, we we pretty much con- uh, ended everything with this overall wealth evaluation of what is the total, re- uh, using the formula of like, what is our total retirement? And dividing that by our total annual outflow so that we can uh, get how many number of years that we had if we stopped working today or if you stopped working today and then maintained your current lifestyle, how many years would you actually be able to live and survive, right, if you stopped working today and wanted to continue your current lifestyle How many years would you actually have left before your funds run out? That is the true evaluation of your wealth. And it may suck, right? It may not be the answer that you want, but it shouldn't discourage you. It should refine you. It should actually motivate you to make some changes and to do some things differently. Now, whether that means reach out to a mentor or coach and get some advice, I definitely have some recommendations. You can reach out to me. I'm happy to provide you guys with those, but you definitely wanna do something to reconfigure your future, to redefine your wealth and to recalibrate your portfolio. And what that means is to readjust some things so that you are on a better vehicle and at a faster rate of return on all of the invested sweat equity, time and money equity that you may have invested already to really fast track your future um, in regards of building your wealth. 
Okay, so again, just to recap how you come up with how many years you actually have left to if you stopped working today, like a lot of people being affected by COVID are forced into this harsh reality of having to realize that maybe they're ahead of the game. But for the vast majority, they're really behind the ball. And that's why I was inspired to really do this, because it's not something a lot of people planned for to stop working, but they were forced into because of conditions beyond their control. That's the whole purpose of having a passive income portfolio so that you are able to not be affected by things outside of your control financially. And that even if you're forced into a shelter in place like we are now, or forced into uh, uh, unemployment or layoff from a job due to market or economic conditions beyond your control, right? that you would be able to still maintain your current lifestyle without having your money to run out. And to do that formula, again, you take your total retirement amount, how much the balance is from all that you have, the retirement accounts, business, personal, and, and that secret emergency stash. Take that total, divide it by your total annual outflow, which are just all of your annual expenses minus your annual passive income if you have any. And that will give you the number of years that you actually have left. I am super happy with my answer today, but when I started, my answer was in the red. I was not in the black, okay? <laughs> the money was not in the black. And for those of you who are not familiar with what in the black means, in the black is really a profitability term, right? It means that your money is positive, right? It means that you are not behind, you're not negative, your money is in the positive. There's no uh, red, okay, in your bank account balances. And that's ultimately what you want. The red means you're negative. And let me tell you, honey, I was definitely starting out in the red. I didn't have any years. I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do, right? Because I, I had that, you know, kind of hard reality check and slap to say, hey, wake up to the fact that you are not wealthy. And we have to make some changes, girlfriend. So that's what I did. That's what I had to do is take that hard look, but use it as motivation to get me and my family to where we ultimately really want to comfortably be, right? And so we thought, hey, we probably needed to set up our entities. Um, we needed to also get started on like developing this branch of passive income because we both my husband and I were both like in the health and wellness industry. Um, we both had worked for Kaiser. We, I was in school, as many of you know, to be an uh, OBGYN and obstetrician gynecologist with a subspecialty in reproductive endocrinology. My husband, he had went to school off into Japan, just kind of getting out and going to school in Japan um, at Juntendo University and really studying sports medicine in the body and all of those things. And, you know, over the years, we have had some nice paying jobs. We had had some not so nice paying jobs, but we both did not have 401ks initially. Right. But we eventually learned that we could consolidate those once we did have them established into a self-directed account and actually use those monies to buy real estate properties. So again, our, our, our coach, essentially our mentor, 
recommended that we actually put the active business of real estate investing on hold until we got our passive income set up. Right. So then our coach really helped us to leverage his network and their network because we did have more than one um, within the same kind of sphere of influence. And they really hooked us up with a lot of power players in the industry that were able to really allow us access into their network. Right. And that's when we started purchasing properties. Um, really in year two of our real estate investing. But we had the framework set up, uh, you know, right out the gate. We set up the business, the entities, the structure first, which we could not regret doing because it allowed us access to so much more capital, so much more resources, so much more people and more income opportunities, especially from a passive standpoint, once we had those set up and we were making money so that we could contribute and play at a higher level. And that's really what it's all about, right? Like about having also those strategies and systems that you want to incorporate when you're actually um, actively selling properties, whether that means from wholesaling and or rehabbing, right? So that's something that you guys want to um, take a look at and see if you actually are structured and set up in that way. See how wealthy you are, how many years you have to live, and then really defining a plan and creating a customized investment plan and making sure that you actually reach out for coaching and or mentorship in helping you to do so if you're just not one of those type of people like I was um, to just kind of go at it on your own, right? And then we ended up just purchasing six properties um, initially, and then three more, and then a fourplex. And then we end up having those 12 tenants. And then we just, you know, went from uh, zero passive income to slowly growing from those 12 tenants to $7,600 a month in passive income, which was incredible. It was very, very exciting to have mailbox money, to have checkbook control, to have a certain sense of financial independence because of the fact that we can make more than we were earning on a job, right? And more than most people earned even in a month on a job, to be totally honest, right? So we are like super big advocates of building wealth, but more so coaching and mentorship to help you do it in the best way possible, right? And our goal starting out was $20,000 a month in passive income. And we found out that we can hit that in just a short 10 years into our plan. And then we found out about more advanced strategies to really accelerate us reaching our goals in just two years. So we were able to scale like this is ridiculous, right? We were able to create not only an investment plan, not only $7,600 and pretty much almost not immediate, but very quickly in passive income, but also in developing that portfolio of passive income, but also really starting to accelerate our plan from, from shrinking it down from 10 years to just two years. And you guys can absolutely, absolutely do the same thing. Like I even know that one of um, our favorite features of our plan is really the hands-off approach, right? We are not tied to those investments because of the fact that they're passive. They're called the turnkey 
cash flow concepts, right? The the it's just amazing the opportunities that exist in real estate in the different niches, but you don't know about all those things, let alone how to go after and actually get started with those things without the proper guidance and the people before you who have already successfully d- been there and done that right? Like the fact that you don't even have to see a house, you don't have to rent out the house. You don't have to repair the house. You can have a plus property management in place. Like basically what the turnkey concept of cash flow to building your passive income portfolio, the same approach we, we used is all you have to do is really pick out the property, close on the property. And then from then a third party takes care of all of the details of managing, acquiring, renovating that property and just sending you a check, right? The concept of just working on even this passive portfolio of just for four hours a year was amazing when we, at the very least, when we heard about it, we're like, no way, four hours a year? We can't even just work four hours a week, right? Let alone four hours a day right now. But for a four hour work year, that's pretty hard to believe, right? But it's true, like it's a 100% true. And it's true because it was even made true and possible for us. Once you get it set up, once you get the properties in your plan, you just basically go to the mailbox and pick up your money. Unless you have direct deposit, then you just log online or your app and check your balances because it will be there without you having to work for it, right? That is the beauty of passive income. And that is what you guys all should be really, really focused, okay? Hyper-focused with you and or your spouse on number one, understand where you're at from a financial standpoint. How much you have, how much you're spending monthly and yearly, and then how much money, um, or excuse me, how many years would you actually have if any, to live off your current lifestyle, even if you're having to stop working today because of conditions beyond your control, because you decide to put in a two-week notice and say, you know, just forget it. I want to go all in on my investment business, my real estate. How many years would you actually have, right? That's the hard question. And that should be what motivates you, if nothing else, this week, today, to instantly, right, instantly start to sell more. Sell yourself on the first fact that this is possible for you, for your family. Sell your spouse or on the fact that this is possible for you guys, right? Get super clear and comfortable with your children and letting them know, hey, this is the plan. And if you have to break it down to them because they're small, hey, trust me, little people, I have five of them under the age of 10 and every single one of them, maybe with the exception of the one-year-old who just turned one, okay? With the exception of the one-year-old, Anywhere from the two-year-old to the nine-year-old, trust me, in their own language, they at a very basic level and a very early age can understand the concept of passive income. They can understand the necessity of all of the active business side that we even do in order to create the passive income side of working that 
plan. So you have to create it. You should have mentorship. You should have tax shelters in place to protect what you earn so you can grow it faster. You should have coaching and mentorship so you have access to not only the education, but the network. You absolutely should have a network marketing business as a tax shelter from a business standpoint for the network and access from just a social standpoint and for, if nothing else, the amazing products that network marketing companies seem to have, right? So there's all of these tangible benefits and all of these natural byproducts of really focusing in on having a plan and working that plan, right? So it's definitely important that you guys take this to heart. And that's my message today is just to build wealth strategically to help you understand the definition of true wealth, to give you the framework, the same framework from which we seen it from um, in regards to what we still apply to our business even today so that you have zero excuse to fail and every excuse, reason, right? Motivation, inspiration to succeed. Okay. And if that means with wholesaling properties to build up your capital reserve, then so be it. That can be part of the plan on the active side of your business. If that means so that you have enough money to then start to rehab, if you don't quite have the cash cushion after doing this wealth exercise that I'm talking about, then hey, that's what you have to do. You have to start somewhere. Every master starts as a disaster. Remember that. I'm going to say it again. Every master starts as a disaster, right? And we all start usually at the same place without the abundance of education, without the access to a network, without a lot of access or even personal resources such as capital or even human resources such as people, a network, right? So you don't want to let that discourage you. If anything, you want to let that encourage you. And if you're selling any type of property in any type of environment, wholesaling or rehabbing, right, or even selling one of your rental properties, if it's not performing at an optimal level in your portfolio to really be successful with selling any type of these type of properties from residential to commercial and multifamily, you need to create reasons why buyers should buy your property over other properties that they see on the market right? You want your property to really stand out. And more importantly, you want to create a sense of urgency for buyers to act and to buy your property. Okay. And lastly, before I jump off here on this episode and kind of bring it to a close, something else that is really important to remember that I'm thinking of is that buying a property really does means different things to different people. Okay. Like as an investor, you buy a property really based solely on logic, never on emotion, okay? You examine that property also and you determine if the numbers make sense, okay? Because your goal is to make money, period. Retail buyers actually decide to buy properties using emotion a lot of the times because they are going to live in that property as their primary residence, right? And build and or grow their families. They're not just looking for a property. They're looking for a home. They're looking for a place where they can celebrate the milestones of their life. And this is very, very different as a motivator, 
right, as a motivating factor. So knowing this, when you're trying to sell a property or even when you are actively trying to buy a property for your own self or family, you really need to leverage emotions to help seal the deal and close the property. Now, you need to help those type of buyers in that situation, like create an emotional attachment to the property that you're selling, right? You need to help them realize that your property is better than any other property on the market. Now, why am I saying that? Because if you're trying to sell anything, the goal and objective is, like I said, to make money. So you need to know how to sell. In addition to creating wealth, you can't create wealth from nothing. And let me clarify what I mean. You can't create wealth, not that you have to start wealthy to stay or get wealthy. What I mean by this is that you have to be able to sell something, including yourself, in the capacity of your confidence, right? Because communication is wealth. So what I'm talking to you about is selling properties, but at a higher level, I'm talking about communication. I'm talking about the principles of selling underlying that is communication because communication is where your wealth lies, okay? So what is my hope in closing and saying all this? My hope is that you'll have the knowledge and really the tools that will allow you to stand out in true investor queen fashion or investor boss fashion if you are a male listening to this. So let's go ahead and really start having you to not only just as a recap, focus on your wealth exercise that I talked about, evaluating where you're at right now financially by taking a balance snapshot, totaling those numbers of your retirement accounts, business, personal banking accounts, and that emergency stash or fund that you may have, totaling how much uh, your expenses are on a monthly and annual basis, totaling how much passive income you have uh, from a net cash flow after debt service standpoint, and also multiplying that by number by 12 to get your annual positive passive income, knowing how much your total annual outflow is, how much you're spending and kind of pushing out every month. Um, you know, that's super important. And then taking your total retirement amount, dividing that by your total annual outflow to really see your snapshot of your 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 wealth, right? And how many years you would have if ultimately you were forced, like millions of people were with the COVID-19, to have to stop working. So I want you guys to be happy, be well, be wealthy, but I want you to plan, reach towards mentorship in regards to reaching up and reaching out to someone. If that someone is me, I am thrilled. If it's our network at Investor Answer You, I am even more ecstatic. If it's my husband because you vibe or like him better than me, I don't care. Find someone in your world or beyond, in your local market or virtually, right? Just get someone and get a plan and get started. If it's reaching out to me, I want you guys to like, share, subscribe to this episode. Share it with your friends, family, and relatives, your coworkers or colleagues. Share, share, share because communication is wealth. And you may inspire someone else to not only do these exercises, take these considerations to heart, but to do it with you 
Okay, and then to invest or build alongside you. So that's what I have for you guys today. Again, like, share, subscribe to this uh, podcast. Um, I definitely want to hear from you if you want recommendations, like I mentioned before, on all of these things that I discussed in this episode. Otherwise, until next time, you guys be great and continue to kill it. Continue to do the work to build the wealth and the passive income portfolio of investments that will allow you to sustain your lifestyle at a very high level, no matter the market or economic conditions that may be beyond your control. Love you guys and see you next time. Are you interested in learning more about how you can apply these same principles and strategies to create or enhance your existing real estate investing business as well? Well, register now for the free webinar training at bit.ly slash creative financing webinar. That's bit.ly slash creative financing webinar for more tips, tricks, and support along that path so that you can learn the process and prosper. Until then, tune in to the next episode.